Welcome to Girlish Gurus. I'm Joy. And I'm Susan. And we're here to have discussions about topics on many subjects that we hope are informative, uplifting, and fun. So let's get started. Let's. Thank you for joining us for part two of Good Foods for a Healthy Life with Lorraine Miano. Okay, so what to next? Well, we talked about dairy, how dairy could, yes. be, could be bad for you, um, but also gluten. Oh, so, yeah. So I have two daughters with celiac disease. So if, oh, you wow. have, so if you have celiac disease, you cannot eat gluten. It damages your intestines and then affects everything in your body because your intestines don't work properly. You can't absorb your nutrients. My daughter actually had osteopenia at age 19, which has been reversed once she went gluten-free. My other daughter was misdiagnosed for many years and had severe anemia, which she actually had to see an oncologist to get it under oh, wow. control. Wow. Under control. And it took years for her to bring back the, the iron levels. And so it can be very damaging. So if you feel that you are having issues such as IBS or, or possibly are feeling fatigued all the time, different things like that, I highly suggest getting tested for celiac disease, which is just a simple blood work to mm -hmm. test your antibodies to see if you have elevated antibodies. Mm -hmm. And then if they are elevated, then they do endoscopy mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to see if your intestines are damaged. However, for the rest of the people, there are a certain percentage that are gluten intolerant, which mm -hmm. just means it, it bothers them. They may have IBS symptoms from it or just gastro problems. They may be allergic to it, like allergic to anything else. So of course, those people want to stay away from it. I would say most people, if you could stay away from it, from gluten, because it can be inflammatory, but it's not necessary. So again, according to how your body feels when you eat gluten, so gluten we find in all breads, cereals, pastas, anything with wheat, rye. Oh, soy. Some like soy sauce. Soy sauce, gluten. they use wheat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because mm -hmm. they, put, they put wheat in it. So what you want to use is tamari sauce. Mm -hmm. And orga or, again, organic. Or can't you use coconut? Aminos mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of hidden gluten. Yes. Yes. In a lot of things. Yeah. Lots yeah. of mayonnaise. You'd be surprised, yes. I mean, a and, lot of things. And if you do think you may have celiac disease, do not stop eating gluten until you're tested because you'll get a false negative if, uh. you've, if you stop. If you have stopped already and would like to be tested, you need to eat gluten for at least two weeks i think before you can be tested to see wow. if it affects you i know i'd go on like a sandwich binge man yeah. <laughs> that might be fun actually. i know i love um, a sandwich now if you're gonna eat bread let's say my understanding is if you can find sprouted whole sprouted whole sprouted so that processed yeah, flour so yeah. that it's the, that's the best mm -hmm. if like ezekiel bread yes, is a good one so yeah. if you feel you might have an intolerance and you want to try something else that right from mainstream bread like products a healthier one yeah. yeah because okay so to eat gluten-free doesn't mean start eating gluten-free processed foods no. okay so that doesn't mean eat gluten-free breads and pastas and i mean yes you can but in moderation because those are actually higher in sugars so your glycemic index will be you know will be raised if you start eating processed gluten-free foods mm -hmm. There's so many things you can eat that are gluten-free. I remember when my daughter was diagnosed, she called me up crying. I, I'm at the supermarket. I do not know what to eat. 
I can't eat anything. And I said, okay, calm down. <laughs> I said, well, let's just think about this. You eat meat, so you can eat meat. You can eat fish. You can eat rice. You can eat potatoes. You can eat vegetables. There are so many things you can eat. Yes. So let's pay attention to what you can put on your plate right. versus what you can't. What yeah. you can't. Yeah. And yeah. if you love pasta, try spaghetti squash instead mm-hmm. of doing mm-hmm. and actually a pasta. They, and they even have gluten-free pasta now that is a little bit healthier, made mm-hmm. from plants or lentils yes. or different things. Chickpeas, so. all mm-hmm. kinds of different yeah. things. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. <laughs> Lots of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we also looked at a study from Northwestern Medical School that talked about healthy brain foods, and we'll provide that to you but not surprisingly the list was very similar to the foods we just talked about um, as far as being superfoods couple are added for various reasons but there is a focus now at least I've been aware of us making sure we've got healthy brains especially women because we are so much more prone to Alzheimer's Mm -hmm. and as um, Lorraine mentioned early on that's one of the risks after um, menopause Mm -hmm. is uh, the risk of dementia so -hmm. we do have to be very cognizant of that and so any foods that can help with that the higher functioning of your brain and your memory you should be focusing on them as well luckily the list is very similar. Right. So right. red helps. berries, I know, yes. uh, healthy fats, mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. And, and okay. Stay away from sugar, processed sugar. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah for so, sure. statins. So, as we get into this age, middle age and beyond, we have issues with cholesterol. Okay. And there is a tendency to prescribe statins to people who have elevated or high cholesterol. Okay. Now, there's a couple of things about that. Recently, there's a study that's come out where people who have been complaining about muscle pain after they've been prescribed statins by their healthcare provider, that's been proven to be true now. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the other thing that worries me is people who are taking statins, they are removing a lot of the fats from their circulatory system and that could cause problems for them as they get older in terms of dementia because you need the fats to help brain your brain health, function for brain health. and your hormones mm-hmm. yeah. all of your hormones yeah. yeah yeah so statins are something that concern me when it comes to brain health i'm assuming there's not a lot of studies or connective evidence showing that statins can cause an elevation in dementia but that's something that i think is a no-brainer haha no pun intended (laughs) (laughs) can't help yourself i can't can't help myself well you know they've demonized (laughs) cholesterol too Mm -hmm. they have cholesterol is so important for the hormones right Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. fat leads to the cholesterol leads to the hormone well i mean we could probably do an episode just on this stuff and maybe we should Mm -hmm. is talking about how prescription medications impact your health and how do you know how do you manage that Mm -hmm. we i think we did have a conversation about being over medicated Mm -hmm. polypharmacy polypharmacy. Mm -hmm. so i look for a future episode on that because we all feel that's a very important topic to discuss but i mean this is a perfect example of that and a lot of people's cholesterol issues are not because of lifestyle or food they're genetic Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i mean what do you do yeah, in my husband's instance, there's several things going on. But at one point, his cholesterol was a little high. And he said to the doctor, um, 
I really don't want to take a statin. He goes, well, you know, you're over 50. You really should be on a statin. It was like his age that made the difference oh, or whatever. And my husband said, well, you know, my, my wife's going to help me. We're going to do this with food. And he goes, there is no way you're going to lower your cholesterol with your diet. Well, when he went back the next time, it had been lowered 40 points. Of course you can do it with your yeah, food. But this is from a cardiologist. This That's was a cardiologist terrible. told him that. So I think that if people are more aware of how they can mm-hmm. uh, yeah adju- it's education know, yeah and cholesterol is not bad per se yes there's the good cholesterol mm-hmm. right the hdl and the ldl mm-hmm. so we want our hdl to be high and a lot of these superfoods help that happen so if you're incorporating a lot of these things in your diet you're raising the hdl if your hdl i think it's like 100 they want it to be 100 or above for a good mm-hmm. HDL level. I actually read something today, speaking of using food, I haven't read the whole article, but it certainly piqued my interest, is the guy that started Whole Foods has started a new company, and they're expanding and getting more investors, and part of the whole focus of this company, and I can't remember the name of it, but I can post the information, they're going to be focusing on food as medicine. And I love that. Yes. Mm-hmm. I like, as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, yes. I got to read more about this. Yep. This is so interesting mm-hmm. to Food me. Food is medicine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's all right. What you eat. You mm-hmm. are what you eat. That's, That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. And of course, I think it's fabulous that it's him who's, yeah, right. who started Whole Foods. That is, this is his new venture since he sold Whole Foods to Amazon that he's looking to provide health options for people. It's a great thing. Mm-hmm. Yay, hooray. I know. Mm-hmm. Yay. Yeah. So, okay, we've talked before on our podcast about EWG, which stands for Environmental Working Group. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And they come out every year with a dirty dozen and a clean 15, which are different foods that either the dirty dozen are what high with pesticides. pesticides. Mm-hmm. And so you need to be very cautious and careful when you're mm-hmm. cleaning them and before you eat them and that kind of thing. And then there's the clean 15, which are supposed to be safer and already healthy, right? Yeah. yeah. So we can talk a little bit about those, but we can also provide a link for you to find those. Mm-hmm. I think if you just Google clean 15 or dirty dozen, it's going to yeah. come up because yeah. everybody that's becoming quite mainstream now. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. So good. and the good. dirty dozen... So first of all, as much as you can, try to eat organic produce, as much as you can, but it can be expensive. Mm -hmm. So this is where the Dirty Dozen comes in. So each year it changes. The Dirty Dozen are the 12 things you should most definitely buy organic and not conventional because they have the highest load, right? Mm-hmm. So I think strawberries was the number one on strawberries the Strawberries right? was the number one, yes. There's spinach, kale, collard, and mustard greens, peaches, pears, nectarines, apples, grapes, bell and hot peppers, cherries, blueberries, and green beans. Potatoes wasn't on that list? That's a surprise. Mm-mm. Mm. Usually potatoes is on the list. Well, there's an extended list, mm. which I didn't... Yeah, the extended one is they're not on either right. list, so they fall somewhere in, in the between. middle. In the and middle. that might have been in between, because I think sweet potatoes were on the clean 15 but not regular potatoes. Mm-hmm. So they might have fallen in between. But as I said, we'll provide the link so you yeah. guys can look these out. But it's good to pay attention to this mm-hmm. stuff. And so generally, that you know. the things that are on the Clean 15 are things with like a 
a peel, like a, a thicker peel. Like or an like, avocado or, or a, a banana. banana. Yeah. Right. Generally, because they're more protected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Mushrooms are on there because they're grown in the dark. And, and yeah. Manure. Manure. Yes. <laughs> I was trying to think of yeah. the right words. Um, Poop. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Poop. There it is. Poop. There it is. <laughs> Oh, we're gonna say it. <laughs> Might as well make it a joke. Yeah, watermelons on there too. So, um, but I have a que- there's a question that I always I've never researched, but have the question about is like farm markets. Mm-hmm. Are the pro is the produce at the farm markets always considered organic no. or not? So, yeah, no. how do you know? Because okay. I would guess they're not as held to the standard as the grocery stores would be to show you what's organic and what isn't so this this is a tricky one because really ideally you should eat what's in season for Mm -hmm. your body so going to a farmer's market is probably your best option you'll get what exactly what's in season however i tend to think that organic should be the number one Mm -hmm. thing you should look at and then local okay because there are, I, I've been to f- a few farmer's markets where I had a hard time finding any organic produce. And I understand that because it's an expensive yeah, process. And if is. you're a small farmer, mm-hmm. um, a lot of them will farm organically, but because they're close to something else that might not be organic certified, mm-hmm. then they can't be certified. There might be something on the property. There might be something very right. close to them. So I would look for those farmers if you can, because mm-hmm. you can ask them, say, how do you grow? Do you use pesticides, mm-hmm. whatever? And they can, and a lot of them will say, no, we don't. However, we it's too expensive a process to become organically certified. Right. I have a friend in California who uh, I was talking to him about that. And that's, he said in California, they require even the farmer's markets to tell you if it's organic or it's not. But he's gotten to know some of the farmers and that's exactly what one of them told him that she couldn't afford any longer to keep the certification but she's still farming the exact same way she hasn't changed yeah it's just she can't put that certification on her on her food yeah so it is important to ask because you never know you know and hopefully the farmers are going to be honest with you and yeah or try try to grow your own or try to grow your own that's Mm -hmm. right questions have come up People have asked me, are conventional vegetables and fruit less nutrient-dense than organic? So they've done studies on this, and supposedly they're not. Nutrient-wise, they're the same. So then people say, so why am I buying organic? And it's because conventional produce is doused in pesticides. Mm -hmm. And many of them are GMO, genetically modified organisms, which make them more available to absorb pesticides and not die Mm -hmm. (laughs) and some of them are even genetically modified to produce their own pesticide so those are the reasons and those pesticides that they use or um i forget what the other chemical those are endocrine disruptors like major endocrine disruptors they'll mess with your hormones Mm -hmm. so not to mention carcinogens um, increased cancer risks so forth so on so many autoimmune diseases these are all like things that are like hanging out in your body and actually can cause obesity because fat cells are wrapped around these these toxins in your body and can cause estrogen dominance and weight gain and different things obesogens they're called well, so, think about obesogens. Mm-hmm. Think wow. about before all this stuff was being used. 
mm-hmm. and our ancestors and how a lot of them grow their own food or they, before they were using this stuff to buy food elsewhere, they didn't have the weight problems no. we have mm-hmm. now. No. So there were a lot of things they were doing different mm-hmm. lifestyle-wise as well, mm-hmm. but they didn't have processed foods. They didn't have all these pesticides and chemicals on their food. They were outside. More. They were outside. Mm-hmm. They, mm-hmm. you know. Moving more. Moving a lot of things. We can do another ep- whole episode on what I call the five M's of menopause, two of which are meals and movement, mm-hmm. because those are so important for our health yeah Mm. yeah so it's interesting to look back at history and see there are some things we have not done well moving forward you know we it's not in my mind that we've progressed very well Mm -hmm. and that that's definitely one of them i think Mm -hmm. thankfully there are people like you said this whole food ceo who's stepping up yes they know that we need something's got to change because i think the, our children today are expected to have a lower more um, life expectancy mm-hmm. than we have. And it usually has gone up each year. Right. Right? Longer mm-hmm. Now, the, for the first time, they said they're going to have a lower life expectancy. That's pretty scary. It is. It sh- and it shouldn't be. But it is, I can guarantee you, a big part of it's processed food. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I grew up on Captain Crunch myself. It all, so. all started in the 60s. <laughs> Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I grew up on Pop Tarts. Yes. Tang. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Me too. Pepsi. And Captain Crunch. Oh, boy. We're, uh, I'm going to have to charms. cut this part out. Okay. I'm going to have to cut this part out. Oh, my God. We're never going to get a sponsor. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. We don't want those. Hey! You can cut me out. out. General Mills and all those people. Yeah, no, those people are not going to be our friends, I'm sure. I did see something, too, um, where Post is now making a cereal to help to eat before you go to bed. I thought you were going to say something else. Because, and it's supposed to help you sleep better. Probably melatonin of some sort. Mm -hmm. Speaking of cereal companies did you know so i follow food babe okay who i think she's wonderful she's done great things for the food industry making people aware of actually what they're eating so the food companies that are giving us these certain cereals that we've talked about actually in the uk don't have as many of the toxins food coloring um, carcinogens whatever you want to call in it they're they create a healthier food for the UK, Europe, mm-hmm. compared to what we are eating mm-hmm. here. Their yes. standards are higher. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I knew that. Yeah. There are certain things that you can get here that you can't get there. Yeah. Like certain types of M&Ms. Mm-hmm. And like you can't get Cool Ranch Doritos over there. And just, I don't think you can get Doritos at all. I had a friend who was a foreign exchange student when I was in high school. And he was from Germany. And a couple times he asked me to send him Doritos because you can't get Doritos over there. And the reason why is because they don't pass food standard inspections. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that That's a little scary it's too. It's disturbing. It is disturbing. Yes. And skincare is another one. We could talk about. Skincare is oh, a yeah. big one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Which we did do. Didn't we talk about that recently? Uh, we did. We safe products. We all, safe products. Yes. Mm-hmm. Safe yes, products. Yes. yes. Right, right, so right. skincare is another one. Safe products. Yes. You can go back and listen to that episode. These episodes are so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's now talk about maybe some ways to plan meals that are going to be healthier. We aren't going to talk about diets because yeah, that's diet. well, diet. diet has the word die in it. Yeah. And diet just gives us that negative connotation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So of of 
eliminating right. Right. or right. deprivation. De- yeah. Really. Deprivation. Yeah. We, don't want to, we don't want to deprive ourselves. No. We want to eat healthy. And I always like to encourage women, as you're on this journey to eat a healthier meal plan, mm-hmm. know that you will lose those cravings. You will mm. actually, your body will change and you will crave your cravings will be for healthy foods. It's true. Really, you will want those healthy things because you'll know how good your body feels. And we always we have that saying: nothing tastes as good as healthy, healthy feels. feels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's true. I know it's trite, maybe, but you know, to say something. But it's true. Yeah, it's true. Right, and yeah. there's a reason why those sayings stick with us because they are catchy, mm-hmm. and there is that internal grain of. Yes, that's it's true. Nothing tastes as good as healthy feels. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Especially if you are a menopausal female. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Believe yeah. me. <laughs> and it could and not to dismiss the the difficulty of possibly reaching that goal. And that's why baby steps are so important. Right. Do not go cold turkey on anything. Crowd out the bad stuff. So oh, even yeah. like even like when you're eating I like that so, idea. Yeah, just start eating. All right, maybe don't like if you're used to having a cookie every day, let's say, okay, don't don't stop having your cookie, but maybe add in healthier things as snacks throughout the day, like a handful of nuts mm-hmm. or a piece of fruit. Mm-hmm. And then possibly that'll crowd out that craving for that cookie. Yeah. Save the cookie for the weekend. Mm-hmm. 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 I do love a cookie. Cookies are good, and there are healthy cookies. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can <laughs> that actually it. taste good. Yeah, you can make your own healthy cookies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, my husband does it all yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so when sure. talking about meals, I think the simplest, the better. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go crazy with all these crazy recipes. Chop this, chop that. Do this, do that. Make this gravy. Make this sauce. Very simple. Si- simple ways to start are like I said. Take a piece of salmon, grill it, have a little salad. Mm-hmm. Make your own dressing. Keep away from bottled dressings, just simple olive oil and vinegar. You can add, I, I add crushed garlic to it, shake it up, salt mm-hmm. and pepper, and it's delicious. You just let it, you know, marinate for a little while and you have a delicious garlic dressing you mm-hmm. can make. Um, that sounded very New York, garlic. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I was born in New York, so I'm okay with that. It com- more of it comes out. <laughs> just as my Pittsburgh but- accent comes out sometimes. Mm-hmm. But there are so many easy dressings to make mm-hmm. with lemon juice, different things like Mustard, that. Mustard, you can yeah. make a vinaigrette. Yeah. Because right. salad dressings, bottled salad dressings are usually very high in sugars. Yeah. And gluten. And got, mm-hmm. Some of them have gluten. Yeah. Yep. All kinds of stuff yeah. in there. Yeah. I know one of my favorite meals is just to do a chicken breast and broccoli. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Mm-hmm. To me, that's such a healthy yeah. dinner and it's delicious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Simple things that you can pop in the oven mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah. You know? Roasted veggies, mm-hmm. delicious. Love it. Toss it with olive oil, salt, and pepper. Very simple things that you can do that are healthy. So you don't have to work, that could, because that becomes like a, a mental block for a lot of women. What am I going to make for dinner? What am I going to make does. for dinner? It does, yeah. So if you know, it can just be fresh veggies, maybe a little brown rice if you want, mm-hmm. beans or whatever. Saute it with a little garlic and oil mm-hmm. and you've got a meal. And even potatoes can be healthy if you're mm-hmm. not smothering them with butter and sour cream and oh, all that kind of stuff. my downfall. My one true love is the potato. Although a good grass-fed butter is not too bad. No, that's right. Yeah. I was yeah. going to say, that is a healthy fat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, grass-fed butter. I, I try to use carry mm-hmm. butter. Yeah. Kerrygold. Kerrygold, yeah. But I do, I cut up small potatoes in little wedges, toss them in olive oil, mm-hmm. and just season them and stick them in the oven, and I love those. 
And so that's a healthy potato yeah. without having to have all the non-healthy it's not fried it's that's right mm-hmm. and i'll tell you potatoes are my downfall i mean mine too french fries potato chips so i don't <sighs> buy them i don't keep them in the house because yep those are the things that i love my secret lover the, the potato <laughs> yeah it yeah. is yeah mm-hmm. and i never met a potato i didn't like even yeah. the bad ones are good i know it's true right. yes mm. even pringles and those are terrible for you yes i love those things oh my god yeah. i'm gonna have to cut that out i love a tater tot I know. Mm-hmm. And I know. So, so speaking about so all good. those things, so now you may live with someone at, who loves all that stuff, which mm-hmm. makes it difficult for you to right stick, yeah. stick to a certain meal plan. So those are things that you can work on in baby steps. I've actually, I like to say cured, <laughs> cured my <laughs> husband. <laughs> oh, boy. So he does a lot better because he did have a sweet tooth at one point, And he used to put like the two teaspoons of sugar in his coffee. And now he does uses none he still uses a little bit of half and half but no sugar because now he said it and this is so true he said the littlest amount in there and it would taste so sweet he couldn't Mm -hmm. drink it it's and that is true yeah so Mm -hmm. little by little so ladies if you are putting any kind of flavoring or sugar just cut back a little Mm -hmm. bit each week you know if you if you use a teaspoon cut back to half a teaspoon do that for a week and then back to a quarter until and eventually you will not even crave that sugar and i i've done that i used to put sugar in my coffee i don't anymore and i can't even imagine doing it now yeah because i think it would tastes too sweet for me mm-hmm. and i have found that when i go and i eat something that's sweet let's say for example monday night dinner we have a dessert and i'll say well you know i'm gonna have a little bite of that wow it is so sweet i can barely stand it mm-hmm. it is just surprising to me yeah. how sweet it tastes after i've stopped eating sugar basically mm-hmm. yeah 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 now sugar is like crack oh, oh yeah. yeah i do love my dark chocolate mm-hmm Dark chocolate's good for you. And I have a lot of that. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even just like, you know, like a little wedge of it at yeah. night. Or, yeah, a third of a bar, which is yeah. 140 calories. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. But it's good. It's yeah. good. And that kind of satisfies that. A little wedge. Yeah. Yeah. That little special treat. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we've talked a little bit about simple meals and the best way to plan those meals for you. And, there are all kinds of diets out there. We know that. But if you can steer away from looking at them as diets and really look for things that are going to help you just eat healthier for good. longevity, for just, yeah, feeling good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I think we've all are familiar with the blue zone and that promote the blue zones and that promotes the Mediterranean diet. Yeah. Which again, I hate to say that word yeah. diet, but um, Mediterranean food plan. Yeah, <laughs> Mediterranean way of eating. Yes, but it has proven to be a very healthy way to focus your food intake. Mm-hmm. Um, there's other things that go along with it about lifestyle that are very interesting and important as well. And we can mm-hmm. do a whole show on that because it is fascinating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It really I think is. We should. Yeah, do the for sure. Zones, yeah. I think so too. I think it would be really interesting to do, but the food part of it alone is mm-hmm. fascinating to me. Yeah. 
So, so. The, yeah, the Mediterranean diet, I mean, it has a little bit of everything, but it's all whole food based, right? Mm-hmm. It has healthy fats. It's got the fish and meat. But actually, in the Mediterranean diet, you only eat meat a couple of times a week and, mm-hmm. and fish a couple of times a week. And it's usually a small amount, like two to four ounces. Right. And you may mostly fill your plate with vegetables. So uh, there are wonderful recipes out there that are, again, easy to make. Mm-hmm. But if you can focus on those types of whole foods, then you're guaranteed to feel better. I mean, mm. especially women, especially for their hormone balance. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Nuts and seeds and healthy fats mm-hmm. and good protein. We do need protein. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lots of fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. So, and we'll put a link to some information maybe about the blue zones or a Mediterranean yeah. diet so that if you aren't familiar, mm-hmm. you can you can look that up. But and I do. Ha- I just. Um, I had told Joy this earlier. I do have a free guide that's eating for hormone balance, mm. which we can put the link to that That'd too. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So it's a simple way to start to get these certain superfoods into your diet. It mm-hmm. Gives you a little explanation about that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just a couple of things that did come up in the blue zone that I found interesting. Um, they say retreat from meat, and Dan Butner actually says, and he's the person that kind of founded the blue zones. And in his one book, he says monthly you should retreat from meat that blue zone centenarians eat about two ounces or less about six times per month Hmm. which is amazing to me Mm -hmm. so that's not a lot reduce the dairy forget the sugar eliminate eggs you shouldn't really have more than i think one per week one to two per week is what he says and i can't read my own little chart here but (laughs) And just you so, need glasses? So, and in case you Wait, are dark, not, it's because it's dark. Oh. Um, get a, I, I, I can't I was going to say, in but. case you aren't aware of what the blue zones are, there are five areas in the world where they have the uh, greatest amount of centenarians. Right. So these people have lived the longest, and the areas are, I think it's Icaria, Greece, Nicoya, Costa Rica, Loma Linda, California, California, Okinawa, Japan, and Sardinia in Italy. Right. So they have like the lo- the highest percentage of centenarians. Yeah. Okay. Oh, go easy on fish, but still they're promoting fish. Uh, fewer than three ounces up to three times weekly. Then, I think I mixed that up with eggs. Oh, that's probably <laughs> Snack on nuts, drink mostly water and a little bit of tea and wine, coffee too. Um Daily dose of beans and whole foods and 95 to 100% plant-based. Mm-hmm. So, and that's going to be hard for a lot of people, yeah. but it's a guide. Right. It's right. a guide we and do, you we don't do have to. the best we can. Yeah. See how you feel. Um, so anyway. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's a great start. It is a great start. And then, like I said, just look to it for guidance yeah mm-hmm. mostly uh i think michael pollan says it best well you say eat whole foods right but michael pollan says it best eat food not too much mostly plants yeah right. mm-hmm. yeah good advice good advice <laughs> good advice <laughs> all right for well, everyone <laughs> thank you so much for being on thank it's you. always so fun having yeah. you thanks it's a so much for thanks. all the information and the guidance we appreciate it and mm-hmm. i like that we always come up with the next episode when we're doing this <laughs> <laughs> or five right <laughs> that's right mm-hmm. there's plenty plenty to talk about that's gonna be so helpful yeah. for women out there that i didn't i never heard it before i met you I never heard of most of the things that we talk about. And if I hadn't met you, I would have been in a world of hurt 
going through menopause and you know all those kinds of all, things well, so we're all in this together yep that's right mm-hmm. yeah all in it together mm-hmm. so mom's out there talking to your girls mm-hmm. make sure now. they talk to them mm-hmm. at every age starting early right and make them aware of how great a time of their life menopause can be yeah true how it can be yeah. magical it will, <laughs> it will be magical. Yes. <laughs> That's right. All right, ladies. Thanks, thanks so much. Thanks. <laughs> Bye-bye. Sorry. Bye. Bye. That was a kiss. <laughs> now is an excellent opportunity for us to promote our friend Lorraine's retreat. So if any of you have been listening to the podcast for a while, and we hope you all have, you know we have had Lorraine Miano. Yes on as a guest a couple of times mm-hmm. and she is a menopause focused health coach and she is wonderful she we is. love her so much <laughs> she's wonderful she and leslie ender have created a retreat for women who are 45 and older and it's called Amble and Rove through your magical menopause <laughs> i just love it i think it's hysterical it's October the 15th through the 21st, and it's in Italy. Yes. Tuscany. So we're going to put a link in the notes of this podcast episode, and we'll put links for all of the articles and right. information in the notes. But this is an inexpensive retreat, and there's going to be so much good stuff. We're going to continue to promote it until the seats are sold, and I think they're filling up pretty quickly. Yeah, they are filling up quickly. So if you are interested, please reach out through the link and um, secure your spot. Mm-hmm. And here are some of the things that are included in this trip. What do you hear? Yeah. You're going to visit quaint medieval villages. <laughs> You're going to tour Florence, possibly have access to a massage. I'm just saying. You'll have a wine tasting and tour, truffle hunt, cooking classes. You're going to do some yoga and meditation. Two of my favorite things. Some workshops on holistic health and navigating midlife. All of your meals are included, and I'm sure there's going to be a fair amount of wine and other activities. And if you have a girlfriend or a sister that you would like to take on this trip with you, this would be a great opportunity for a couple of you to go or a, a small group, but right. you're going to have to sign up quickly because the rooms are going fast. We hope you check will at least check it out and see if it's something of interest to you. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Girlish Gurus. We hope you'll join us next time for another fun and interesting topic. And please be sure to check the notes for information and links that were included in this discussion today. Also, don't forget you can find us on our social media platforms, starting with Instagram, Facebook, and now including YouTube. You can find us by searching Girlish Gurus. And please remember to give this episode a good review and share it with your girlfriends because the more interaction we get with our podcast episodes, the more episodes we can post. Finally, you can find us on our website, girlishgurus.com. Thanks again. See you next time. Bye.